Hi there, I'm Jay Christian Adams. This is the Protecting Your Vote podcast. I'm the president of the Public Interest Legal Foundation, the nation's only nonprofit law firm that it focuses exclusively on election integrity. And I'm super happy tonight, post-election, to have with us one of our board members, all-around great guy. Uh, the biography is so long, we could spend the whole show on it. Uh, former Secretary of State of Ohio, uh, Ken Blackwell. Hey. Ken, <laughs> glad to have you here. Christian, good to be with you, sir. So happy to have you uh, in the studio, no less. And um, we recently had elections. And I want to talk a little bit about those elections. I think people are anxious to get your take, my take on it. Um, But I want to start with something big, and that is uh, the amount of energy and money that goes into altering our elections for the worse, right? Right. And you and I both served on the Presidential Advisory Commission (laughs) on Election Integrity, right? That's right. Some people call it Trump's Voter Fraud Commission. That's the thing I hear frequently. And that was not a fun time. I mean, that didn't last long, did it? No, it didn't. We were under constant attack, and uh, so much so that the president said, hey, it's not worth it. Right, like a bunch of lawsuits. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank people for the American way, though, because I want to show you something. I don't think you've ever seen it before firsthand. They helped me decorate my office. So what I have here... It's a full-page New York Times ad that says Trump's new assault on voting rights. And it has me, and it has you, and my favorite part is it says the New York Times, and this is in the Sunday A section. Wow. That, like, they spare no expense, do they? That's Major League. <laughs> you haven't seen this before. No, I haven't. Yeah, this is a full-page New York Times ad. Of course, Chris Kobach, he's now the Attorney General of Kansas. That's right. So it didn't work on him. And uh, we're still engaged. Right. So thank you, people, for the American way. I hang this proudly in my office still. Uh, I figure if I can make them spend a quarter million dollars, it's a good day. And, and what they don't understand is that um, the great abolitionist uh, Frederick Douglass once said, those who are whooped easiest <laughs> are whooped most often. Right. And we don't give in. We don't, Old Marines <clears throat> We don't retreat. We just attack from a different direction. That's us. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I, I love the thing. I, I uh, Everyone who comes into my office sees it, and we all get a good laugh out of it. That's so true. lest you guys th- out there think that it actually has an impact, it's a positive <laughs> one. Okay. So the election happened around the country. Uh, what are some big takeaways from your point of view? Well, let me first say that we knew going into this election that we had a lot of holes to fill in terms of coverage at the polls at the precinct level. Uh, and there were a number of organizations uh, f- across uh, the conservative movement, across the United States, that actually went out and recruited and trained you know, poll workers and poll watchers. Uh, and we had excellent coverage. We didn't cover every poll, but we in fact covered most of the polls uh, in America. So our problem, our challenge, going forward, if we keep these people engaged, is not coverage at the poll. There are other process issues that are very, very challenging, and it's challenging because there is no quick fix, meaning that the beauty of our system, as you and I talk about, is that it's decentralized. The challenge of our system is that it's decentralized. And we, in fact, have to take a look at the most disastrous processes uh, that took place uh, in the 2022 elections and actually go into those states and try to 
reform the system. I'll tell you, Christian, I'm not sure that we're going to get, you know, these states to go back to ground zero uh, and and rebuild. We're going to have to find ways of making, uh, for instance, vote by mail uh, more acceptable uh, by having guardrails and, and making sure that there are ways to verify that voters who vote by mail are who they claim to be. Right. Now, you talked about people working at the polls, citizens, and, and, and bulking that process up. Are these the people that were supposed to riot? Or uh, Didn't I read <laughs> that there's going to be violence if citizens got involved? Or did that all seem to turn out a lot differently than the media <clears throat> told us? I would? think it did turn out a lot differently. You know, And, and look, we, we, we dealt with a whole host of, of, of challenges. Georgia uh, step took steps in the right direction from 2020 to 2022. They reformed uh, their systems. Uh, they moved to uh, voter ID. The left, the mainstream media said that that was a form of voter suppression. Major League Baseball took the All-Star game out. Uh, Delta, uh, as a corporation, criticized, tried to uh, woke us to death. Uh, but in fact, you know what? Uh, they had a very, very good turnout of voters, uh, and they had citizen engagement. At the, there was transparency in the system. As you and I have worked on for, for years, there are two tracks. We wanted the chain of custody. Uh, they reduced the number of people who were, in fact, touching ballots uh, from when the ballots left the voters' hand and when it was counted, uh, and the verification systems. It worked, and you and I had a great time messing with the commissioner of baseball saying if I left you uh, uh, tickets at the wheel call window for Cincinnati Reds what would you have to show to get those tickets you would have to show a photo ID so in fact so we we made progress there but I tell you uh, we in fact now find ourselves in a a challenging situation because the radical left uh, they did some work uh, in the states and got constitutional amendments uh, that have now institutionalized some some of the bad practices and policies that we understand take away from the integrity of the system. And I wonder if culture is starting to intersect with these issues, because you mentioned the referendum. Connecticut, uh, voters approved 60-40, a massive expansion in things like early voting. Michigan, uh, there was anti-voter ID referendum that passed. Uh, Nevada had ranked choice voting was approved uh, for the first round. Um, It seems as if people like vote by mail and early voting, despite the fact that it's clearly causing problems in a timely count, timely results. How do we deal with that? I mean, it it doesn't seem like the Republican Party had a, for example, a a chase cure program where they would go find out whose ballots had defects and do anything about it. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but did you hear anything about it? And what role is culture playing in in shaping people's attitudes? Well, it's it's like everything else. Politics, you know, of flows downhill from culture. You know, it's, 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 in, it's impacted uh, by cultural orientation. Look, <clears throat> at, vote by mail, uh, there are things that are more acceptable than others. Uh, for, for instance, let's start off by saying that if you require, uh, if you mass uh, mail uh, voter ballots, uh, without the request of the 
with the voter. Nevada, uh, in other words. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. You have a you have a you have a serious you have a serious problem there, uh, because what happens now is that if you have uh, bloated voter rolls, uh, and if you don't start with the basic understanding that on a good year, the U.S. Postal Service loses three percent of the mail. Yeah. And so, therefore, if in fact you look at these this, these uh, e- election results where races were d- determined by a half a point, one point, two points, uh, without without even having to think hard, you know that there is a real vulnerability in those systems. So we have to go back in and say, okay, if you're going to vote by mail, you know, this is what is these are the ways that the steps that you have to take to make sure uh, that vote by mail is is just a, con- a convenient way of voting f- and not a destructive way of uh, voting and, and tearing down uh, the integrity of the system. Uh, I can tell you in Nevada, yeah. uh, it's, 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 it's the latter. It right. tore down. Confidence in the system. Uh, the Public Interest Legal Foundation did a video. I actually was in it. I went there, and we went to all of these registered addresses, Ken, where the voter was registered, and they're going to get a mail ballot automatically. Some of them were abandoned mines in Pahrump, and we walked all around the mine looking for the, the voter. Couldn't find casinos, head shops, liquor stores. You can find this online um, um, if you Google uh, Public Interest Legal Foundation Nevada mail ballots. We went to all these places. The voters didn't exist. Yeah. They didn't exist, and they were getting ballots mailed to them. You know, and, and, and what happens, <clears throat> and, and, and again, it goes back to what the, the point that you were making. We are now getting these bad policies and, and disastrous procedures built into state constitutions yeah. uh, through the referendum uh, uh, and and it, it makes it very very difficult to to unwind and there is not a magic key that unwinds these problems across the nation. You have to go in and do the hard work. You have to litigate. You have to do the public relations. You know communications convincing that these things tear down the integrity of our system and eventually will lead to a a disruption and a retreat of voters from the process where they just throw up their hands and give up. And what we know is that if, in fact, that happens, the left wins and we we see the dismantling of our constitutional republic uh, and the rule rule of law. Which raises the question of Georgia. And I think you will agree with me that the dumbest thing, the worst thing, the most destructive thing we could be saying is don't trust the system in Georgia. Don't go waste your time voting. I mean, that's what seemed to happen in 2020. That's right. And it gave us a radical Senate. It can't happen again, can it? We can't send that message. No, we we can't. Uh, And that's why it is so important that anybody that is concerned about the integrity of uh, the, the the voting process in Georgia, they have to inf- they have to use it. They have to they have to they have to engage. Uh, if if they if they don't, uh, again we will see the unraveling of our system, and we we will have not rewarded a state legislature that actually yeah. went through the process of of reforming their system for the better. I went back and looked up the history of uh, early voting and mail voting. And of course, Oregon's been doing it a very long time. 
But I, I, first of all, remembered the first place it did early voting that I can think of. You might think of an earlier one. And then I looked up the first place it did um, early voting by mail, 45 days. It was 2011. We'll get to that in a second. But it was 2004 that Florida first started doing early voting as a steam valve for everybody coming on election day. And that was in the presidential election. But here's the state that did 45 days. I remember when this happened. It seemed strange. But sort of a quirk. This wasn't going to, no one's going to do this except Wyoming. <laughs> it passed the Wyoming legislature 55 to nothing to have 45 days of early voting in Wyoming in 2011. It passed the Senate, I think it was 34 to nothing in Wyoming. Not a single dissenting vote in a heavily Republican state. That's where we got the idea of 45 days of early voting by mail. Wow. Isn't that something? Uh, uh, that, 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 is, that is something. And you just think about it. We, we've, we've moved from uh, a... Uh, an intense, you know, uh, election day, where in fact at at the community level, that's what the precinct is. Yeah. Is is it's a community, and when you do something at using the the, the principle of subsidiarity, you do it at the most basic level. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you what you get built in there is a verification. People know <laughs> they, they they know their neighbors. You know, uh, you 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 get a sense of community and. And participation, the the whole the, the left is radically changing our whole psychology yeah. about the, 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 the about the voting process. Uh, it, it is one discouraging uh, voter education, where in fact they sort of look at the candidates, what they stand for. Well, we don't need any uh, of that now. Uh, that's right. Yeah, get your vote in on <laughs> September. That's right. So I mean, it, it is a a systemic destruction. A systematic destruction of voter confidence and and and, and in the integrity in our in our system. But we remembering what Fred, Frederick Douglass said, we can't we can't tuck our tails and run or, or or give in. We have to push. We have to push back and 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 believe ultimately that we go into these states and we in fact talk to fo- folks about the process. It, it gets. It's the only way we get back. You just think about it. Uh, the Republicans in this election, I think, won the popular vote by three or four percent. You know, and they, and that will be that will be celebrated. But it goes back to well, okay. But what's determined is voting by precinct within the context of our constitutional republic uh, and. And in presidential races, the electoral college, yeah. you know, so we we can talk about the popular vote, but we don't want to go too far down that road because, you know, we don't want direct democracy, you know. We actually like our constitutional republic, uh, and and once you go down that path, you start getting these new twists, like you know, rank uh, choice voting. You said that uh, the vote by mail and and not going to your precinct, it destroys voter confidence. It also destroys voter contemplation, doesn't it? Yes. Because you don't have to think, right? Right. You vote early. You don't watch the debates. uh, It promotes polarization. You don't ever have to – I wrote a piece in the Washington Times about nine years ago. It said eight reasons to oppose early voting. One of them was, like the Super Bowl, Election Day was still one of those few American institutions left – that we all come together as a, as a nation. Absolutely. And stand together, literally, even if it's 20 minutes or an hour, we stand together with, with our neighbors and we 
talk and we participate. Oh, absolutely. You know, it was, it's been fascinating. You and I have talked about this before. I watched the way um, Liberia handled its its uh, crisis of, and, and that predated COVID, you know, uh, and they, in fact, still suited up. Yeah, was it <laughs> and, for Ebola? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's Ebola. It's Ebola. Right. Uh, and, 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 and they still voted in person. They had yeah. the mask. They had, but, but it, it was a sense of direct participation uh, and, and engagement. We, we, we took a turn for the, for the worse. Uh, we, 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 we did away with verification processes. We elongated the, the, the chain of custody, loosened the chain of custody, uh, and all of a sudden you begin to find ways that irregularities, anomalies, uh, incompetencies, right on down the line, start to, to chip away at people's confidence and, believ- and the believability of results. Right, and that's destructive. I mean that's 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 extremely destructive. And, and and just think about it. Right up the road, Canada. They know within twenty four hours, election results. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indonesia, right. <laughs> they know within twenty four hours election results. That's because they don't have vote by mail. <laughs> the most affluent, the most technologically advanced country mm-hmm. in the world. They're still counting. Ballots a week, ten days, yeah. two weeks after the process. It doesn't make sense. It's illogical. You and I know that what the what the left wants is to string this out and get the results within the margin of litigation. Yeah, and then they have a litigation strategy. Let's talk about curing because I think that's that's something a lot of folks haven't heard before. If, if, if the idea that you fill out your absentee or your mail ballot and you mess up, you maybe left something out. And curing is the idea that you can go to your ballot either in, in fix whatever's wrong so your vote counts. Now, of course, if you're in the polling place in an in-person election, you mess up, there's a spoiled ballot and you instantly cure That's right. in, the, in, the, in the room. That's right. Well, we can't do that with mail. I've heard that, that the Democrats are very, very good at getting people who need to cure their ballots to cure them by virtue of they know who the defective ballots are and they contact that person. Sometimes they drive them to do it. Are you aware of the Republicans running a cure program? I'm, I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm well, look, the, the Republicans, uh, they don't have a, a harvesting uh, a program and, and, and they are light years behind the Democrats and the left in, in the curing okay. process. Well, that's discouraging. Um, maybe we can find a way to end this on a happy note. Uh, um, so, so uh, I, you know, you've been in this a long uh, in this space a long time. I've showed you the, sl- the slings and arrows you've suffered. I won't even bring up paperweight. <laughs> right. uh, that's one of my right. lunatics. Right. You think the, the weight of a paper? Uh, but so, what's next? I mean, do you have any predictions for the future? I mean, is there? I don't. I can't name a state where mail ballots going to be repealed. It's not going to be Nevada. It's not going to be Oregon. So where is it? Um, what's next for everything? And is it? Where do you see this going? Well, one, I think 
that it's going to be very, very difficult to get toothpaste back in the tube. Uh, but we, in fact, can re- bring about reforms in, in the system where they have a, a, a adopted vote by mail. Uh, one, your, your, your ballot should be requested. Uh, two, there should be verification, uh, structural verification steps in the process, uh, signature, what have you. We must do that. And we can actually push these states to say that vote by mail, the ballots have to be in yeah. by election day. Right. So here's my simple fix. We're suing New Jersey right now, the Public Interest Legal Foundation, because of all the thousands upon thousands of duplicate registrations that we found and missing personal information. In other words, no birth date in the voter file, which makes it hard to do list maintenance. Um, There's an easy one that even the most kooky Secretary of State ought to want to fix. Absolutely. We're going to be spending time badgering Secretaries of State to either fix their duplicates and missing information, or we're going to sue them and especially in vote-by-mail states. Yeah, well, I, and I, I'll tell you, there's a biblical saying in John 3, those who would do evil love the darkness. And we, in fact, have to go right back to the Bible where we're instructed not to put our light under a bushel, right? but to put it on a candlestick uh, and lift it high. And we have to punch the darkness of uh, a lack of transparency. Uh, we have to use every bit of our human agency. I mean, this, our constitutional republic, 247 years, we haven't been always a perfect union, but we are a perfectible union. And that's what I'm banking on. We can perfect the system. We can make it better, and we must. We cannot, we have to be long-distance runners in this right. in this case. You hear that, Pennsylvania Secretary of State? Settle that lawsuit with the Public Interest Legal <laughs> Foundation. I'm on with Ken Blackwell. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Protecting Your Vote. You can learn more about the Public Interest Legal Foundation at publicinterestlegal.org. Uh, it has all of our lawsuits there, and I appreciate you tuning in. Until next time, I'm Jay Christian Adams. Thank you. Thank you.